0: Hey, everyone, welcome back to the Society After Show here on Afterbus TV. Trial and error is the game, but when the game is actual reality, it's hard for these kids. Stay tuned and let's get talking all things the society. Hey, everyone, welcome back to the Society After Show here on Afterbus TV. It's your boy, Nino, and I, I'm so excited to be back for episodes. What is this? Episodes five and six yes, already. Five
1: and six. We're halfway
0: through. Yeah. That is crazy how fast this is going, actually, right? I know,
1: right? I know it is. And
0: there's so much to digest. So just let me go ahead and introduce my co host for today. There's two down, but two are. <laughs> here to anchor this show shout out to brianna what's going on girl
1: hey i'm good how are you i'm
0: doing very well thank you very much sorry about that we had some technical difficulties earlier but we're back and we're rolling and uh, this was a very very heavy episode right extremely give me your overall thoughts let me know what you think how you feel and how it made you feel
1: um honestly i didn't think Allie would go so hard (laughs) like i know cassandra was Her sister and the love was definitely there, but the whole death penalty thing, it's... You know, I don't want to spill too much of my thoughts too soon, but I will just leave it at I was not... I didn't see that coming.
0: She's definitely grown, but it also might be growing out of fear. Yes. Which is scary. But let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, of course. The trial of Greg Dewey. Hmm. So, (laughs) we find out right at the top of the show... That Greg Dewey is the guy who basically shot Cassandra. Mm-hmm. Um, he confesses to Harry uh, and everything goes down and there needs to be a trial in place. These 16, 17, 18 year olds are going through it right from the get. I mean, yeah. they're in an the alternate universe. So I guess they've been going through it since they got there or whatnot. Yeah, But uh, they had to do a pre-dawn raid <laughs> mm-hmm. onto the house to go get Dewey, what did you think about that whole thing and that whole plan?
1: (laughs) The plan, first of (laughs) all... First of all, they sent the most interesting characters to do the raid. I loved how realistic they had when they tried to ram through the door the first time. Right,
0: they couldn't get it. And
1: they couldn't get it. I thought that was hilarious. But the tactic made sense, I guess, for kids at that age. You really don't know what to do in right. a situation like that. So they did the best that they could. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, things could always go better. But yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's true.
0: It made it more re- realistic, right? If yeah. they were able to break down that door in one hit, yeah, I'm like, that's what who who does that, right? You know what I mean, right? And also the panic that ensued when they were trying to find out like where Dewey was mm-hmm. and making mistakes, trying to find this and that. Nothing was so nothing was too organized, and I think that's right. okay, yeah, because they're scared kids mm-hmm. just trying to make things work. It's almost like I said in the beginning, in the tease, trial and error. They're playing pretend, mm-hmm. but everything's real. And but it's real everything is real and every mistake that they make yeah. adds to another mistake on their timeline.
1: Yeah, and then it, it actually pushes them towards a level of maturity that I'm sure none of them were prepared for right. at that point in their lives.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, without the parents and without anyone there, without any supervision, they have to fend for themselves like we've been talking about for the mm-hmm. past couple episodes. Mm-hmm. But this is on a whole other level mm-hmm. because now they're creating rules that, might, that they might all have to Work through, yeah, for the time being that they're there, mm-hmm. and with Cassandra gone and Ellie having to step up, she didn't ask for this. No. Let's be real.
1: Yeah, she didn't. She did not want it.
0: She. she what would you do in that situation if you, you had your sister who just passed away mm-hmm. or who was murdered, right? And now you are looked at to be, in a sense, the savior of it all.
1: I. I wouldn't be able to do it honestly. I would cave one out of fear mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, you you killed my sister. Are you just going after anybody who's leading the community? What was the reason behind it? So right. I'm in fear for my life. And then on top of that, you're pushed into a situation like that. She didn't even get time to grieve her sister.
0: That's true. It seemed like it was just like snap, snap, quick. Almost
1: overnight. Yeah. And so I know for a fact I wouldn't be able to handle it as as well as Allie did.
0: Yeah, that's so, that's so true. I felt like it was just on the go for them. They had to figure it out. Plus, you have a whole... Community Mm -hmm. of what was it, maybe 200 plus 200 kids? Let's say 100 to 200 kids, yeah, waiting on your every move to figure out what you're gonna do Mm -hmm. because they need answers. I mean, that's why the trial is there. Helena is Dewey's lawyer, yeah, she didn't want that job, yeah, but I think she was good for that job because she's fate based, she's she has good morals, and she's really trying to find a common ground for all the chaos that's Mm -hmm. happening or whatnot.
1: Yeah, and I respect Allie for making the decision to make sure Dewey at least had a fair trial. Right. That was
0: very good of her. But what did you think about Clark beating Dewey up in the cell?
1: Is that just teenage aggression? (laughs) I think it just shows the immaturity Mm -hmm. and how no matter what situation you're in, even if you're in another alternate universe... The jock is always going to pick on the weak guy, Mm -hmm. and that's just something that you can't really get away from. And it sucks because he's in this powerful position as a guard, and you look at the guards for safety, and then when you see him making a stupid mistake like that to beat up Dewey— And then he has the trial, so then it makes Allie look bad.
0: Once again, the one mistake makes yeah. more mistakes. It's
1: like it's a butterfly effect.
0: Yeah, definitely yeah. a butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies, by the way. If anyone's ever watched yes. it, yeah. you should check that out. <laughs> um, but I mean, in in that sense, with Dewey with Dewey on trial and and him acting the way he's acting, mm-hmm. I think he's acting the way he's acting and all tough and rough because he thinks that Allie won't give him the sentence. That everyone's thinking.
1: Oh, you know, what I, mean? I think mm-hmm. that's the reason why
0: he put up that front in the beginning. Mm. And I mean, tell us what you think in the chat, guys. Yes, uh, we please. have people in the live. Who's in the live chat right now?
1: Um, we have Peyton Foster here in the chat, going hard, keeping it down until we get some more viewers in here. Peyton says he loves the episode. Felt bad for Allie, but understood why she picked the death penalty. So I'm sure there are a lot of people who agree with you, Peyton. Right, right, right. I mean, I,
0: like I said, I think. Uh, I think the trial was a good thing to have for Dewey because, it without due process, no one should be found, you know, guilty, right. Without having a fair trial, and I think they did it. It's funny that she says she tried out for mock trial when she was in seventh grade <sighs> to make it, and now look at her.
1: Yeah, running it,
0: running it, running the, <laughs> Run <in> the game, running the game. But between all of this and the trial that's happening, there's a lot of mayhem that goes on behind the scenes as well too. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it too is breaking down. Breaking yeah. down of everyone's emotions and everyone's um, uh, willingness to continue on, or just trying to figure out what to do next. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, we have Allie with her emotional roller coaster, right? Right. But we also see that Clark broke down, mm-hmm. and I think and beat up Dewey. But I think, like I said, that's because um, of the stress. Yes. That they're that they're doing because he wants answers. Yeah. If Allie's t- taking too slow of a time in his head. Mm-hmm. He wants to take more control of Mm it. And do you think more and more people are going to take control of this in that situation if Allie doesn't step up her game more?
1: Absolutely. Because they're going to get impatient. I mean, these are kids who all their lives they had things handed to them. They didn't have to have responsibilities when it comes on to huge decisions like this. So they're going to get antsy. They're going to say, yo, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And... There's, I mean, we've seen a riot before, so there's nothing stopping them right. from breaking out into a riot again just exactly. because they want justice for someone that they loved so much.
0: You know what, Sam Sam mentioned this in one of the scenes. And I don't know if it was episode five or six, but they mentioned, uh, or not, it wasn't Sam. It was um, the girl who was with Sam all the time. Uh,
1: the, what's her name? Uh, uh,
0: so many Becca? people. Becca. Yeah. Said everyone's parents are lawyers because they were trying to look up what's what's up with Dewey and has he had any past um, mishaps that mm-hmm. happened to him or whatnot. And and they just easily said, everyone's parents are lawyers. No, they're not.
1: <laughs> not not <laughs> everyone in the United States.
0: Does everyone have parents who are lawyers, doctors, <laughs> business owners, or whatever? Right. So that kind of just shows you what economical, geographical area these kids are in mm-hmm. and how that makes it even harder for them now. Yeah. Because the only person who's ever faced adversity in this whole show is the only person of color, is Will. Oh, <laughs> well, he's not the only person of color, but no, that's, but it's true. It's Will, yeah. Who who's been through foster care and all this stuff, and
1: yeah.
0: he kind of has more of a sense of how to like move along and get along. Yeah,
1: he's definitely more in touch with reality
0: do you think he's having a hard time right now? Like, do you think in his head that he's having a hard time? Because he puts up a good front.
1: He really does. And that's why it's kind of hard to say if he is having a hard time.
0: I can't tell. Like, we, we talked about Jacques off off air. Yeah. Where, like, he seems like a very cool... Like, his his regular... Jacques plays well. Mm-hmm. Jacques seems like a really cool, kind of, like, archetype of dude. Yes. And uh, also kind of hard to read. You're not you're not sure mm-hmm. when you're looking at him as Jacques. But when you see him as Will, it's the same thing. Yeah. Not really sure, like, what... Uh, what emotions or baggage he's carrying as Yeah, well, like too. what
1: side of the fence are you on? He's exactly. kinda just you know, just going through it. And like I said, because he has that great sense of reality already, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't go through the emotional roller coasters of little things that the other kids might right. be going through. So you
0: could always just throw it over his shoulder and say, I just got to move on. Yeah, because
1: it, so it could I, be worse.
0: I've done this before.
1: Exactly. We saw in
0: like episode one and two when he was with Kelly and he yeah. was cooking up the storm at the convenience store.
1: Yes, when he was counting the food. Yeah, because he knew what example. to do. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, but besides that too, I mentioned this in uh, in my notes. I call this little topic uh, breaking down and getting down. Because mm-hmm. I feel like anytime there was an issue or problem... <laughs> you already know I'm going anytime (laughs) there's an issue or problem if somebody was somebody was going through something or there was an emotional disconnect sex was always the answer (laughs) for this whole episode and maybe throughout the whole season because I did watch it Mm
1: -hmm. what do you think about that? It's a normal reaction. I think that you use sex to as a distraction mm-hmm. from what you're going through. That little bitty five minutes of happiness mm-hmm. can feel like a lifetime depending on what you're going through. And I
0: think for some people, say like Elle mm-hmm. and Campbell, mm-hmm. Elle uses it to distract Campbell from however crazy he his can get. His darkness. His darkness. Yeah. And we're going to talk about his darkness in just a second here. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what she goes for. A kiss, a hug, a touch. Yeah. And then with Luke and Helena even. Helena. Praise Jesus Helena. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Once
0: Luke said, I want to marry you. Yeah.
1: She was t- she said.
0: She said, you know what? I don't want to wait no more. Yeah. Let's go. But they were going through some stuff too. He was going through stuff because of what happened to Dewey. Mm-hmm. And then once again, Clark, right after he beats Dewey up, goes back home and gets it on with his girlfriend. Who... <laughs> Tell
1: me this wasn't awkward. That was the weirdest <laughs> sex scene <teen laughs> of the show. Tell me this wasn't awkward. This was worse than Allie and Harry's time.
0: Right. Because Allie and Harry's time was just like this. Yeah, it was like that. But she was trying to relive a whole moment. Yes. And he was like, uh, in one
1: ear, out the other. That's so sad. That is
0: so sad. But she was still talking the whole time. Yeah. Like, like going through, like
1: trying to. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he just was not... He was in his own mind. Right. That was the worst. Okay. I'm so sorry for you. Please
0: <laughs> sound off in the comments and in the live chat, in our DMs, if you thought that was a little... That was weird to watch. Yeah. Because I wanted him to talk to her.
1: I think it just shows how immature he is, though. Because yeah. in his mind, he's, he's just thinking about this really tough day that he went through, He doesn't want to talk romance. He just wants to get it in with his girlfriend, distract himself, and I'm I'm sure roll over and go to sleep. Exactly. And she, unconcerned with what he had to do that day, she's just like, just like, make me feel good.
0: And it's it's the same thing with both of them. She's thinking one thing, he's thinking another thing. So they're doing the motions. And it's just doing the motion. Yeah. So they're both detached from the situation. Exactly.
1: It's it's an it's an unintentional selfishness that they have.
0: Still a distraction, like we said. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Breaking down and getting down. Let's I love get it. down <laughs> but i mean before <laughs> we uh, continue on with the breaking down and getting down Brianna has a couple things to say to our viewers don't you
1: yes i do awesome. i want to thank every well we want to thank yes. everyone for making afterbuzz tv the espn of tv talk and we want you to show as much love as possible and you can do that in so many different ways you can subscribe to us on youtube you can comment you can follow us on instagram at afterbuzz tv um, make sure you rate us on iTunes and just being a part of Afterbuzz means so much to us, and we want to keep bringing content for you. So let us know what we're doing great, what you want to see more of, and make sure that you slide in some of your favorite characters DMs so we can bring them on the show. Heck yeah. Get some exclusive interviews for you guys, for us, and just keep this party rolling.
0: That's right. Give us that five-star rating on iTunes, y'all. Make sure you leave a comment and let us know how we're doing like we said. And we'll shout you out like we did uh, earlier on the chat. If anyone else comes in, we'll go ahead and shout them out as well, Yes, just like
1: Jenna James, who says, yeah, do we need it to be dealt with?
0: Oh, Jenna. Hey, Jenna, what's going on, girl? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Heartless.
0: Jenna's a big fan of After We always love seeing her in our chats, y'all. Um, but along with the breaking down, I guess this is a question that I have. Do you think the actions that leads to Campbell's craziness are a sign of breaking down and just things not going right in his life or him not having friends and this and that or whatnot? Or do you think he's just purely psychotic because he killed a dog?
1: I think he's purely psychotic. <laughs> okay. <all right. laughs> I will, I <laughs> will not debate that. He's psychotic. And
0: from the get, right when I saw Elle bring the dog in. hmm I was concerned already.
1: Me too. Because
0: I felt it. I felt the the not, I don't want you here vibe yeah. right from the get-go. And then we see him a couple scenes later washing his hands from blood. Yeah. Didn't directly say the dog was dead, but let's just say the dog is dead. Yeah. yeah. In that universe, at least.
1: Yeah, at least in that universe. And it's just the fact that the way Elle reacted also, she wasn't... She wasn't shocked. She wasn't horrified. Yeah. She was just kind of like, okay, I see he has blood on his hands. Yeah. He's washing his hands. Right. Something me, right? And then she just kind of walked off.
0: I know. I think she, because she didn't want to trigger him. True. And like, he, that that always gives me like goosebumps when they're together because I always feel like he's going to do something else to her. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the time he snaps. To
1: escalate. It's, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, it's coming. Yeah, we know it's that. coming.
0: But at this point, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, it's. It's going to happen. If he already killed that dog. Yeah, what's, a dog. What's gonna, what else is going to happen to him? The
1: fact that he saw the dog as a threat yeah. to his company, it mm. just makes no sense. And I
0: don't think this was ever laid out completely, mm. even watching the rest of the episodes. So maybe we could still talk about it. Do you think he had any hand in helping Dewey kill Cassandra?
1: Honestly, I don't.
0: You think it was all Dewey just trying to I think it cool? was
1: all Dewey influenced, you know, he... It's very obvious. Dewey was not the most popular guy in school. Definitely not. So now that he's in an environment where he is trying to find himself, fit Mm -hmm. in a little bit more, he gets invited to Harry's household, which I'm sure that wouldn't have happened if they were in the regular universe. He's taking advantage of saying, okay, I need to show them my worth and Mm -hmm. that I fit in and that I belong here.
0: He's like the new guy in the wolf pack and he's trying to show, yeah, like you said, his worth. Yeah. Hmm, That's crazy.
1: Very unfortunate.
0: Very, very unfortunate. So... The deciding fate situation with this whole five episode five and episode six was such a crazy, dark, twisted, uh, confusing time for me as a viewer, and mm-hmm. I can just imagine for the characters as well too. With Allie having everything looming on her head, uh, like over her head, whether or not to give an eye for an eye, yeah. Or to keep him in the wine cellar for the rest of the time, <laughs> which is unrealistic. Very unrealistic, mm-hmm. right? I think so too. I mean, he it, something had to go, and or something had to be proven. And when Will told her she needs to, almost kind of giving her that ultimatum, mm-hmm. I wish she made. I wish he said it in a different way because mm-hmm. I think that kind of sparked something in her, and she's going a little overboard with it. Yeah, um, because she released. She released um, Campbell. Campbell. hmm And that was a huge mistake. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. And I I get what she was trying to do because there was no evidence on him. Yeah. But because of his history, I would have kept him there just a little bit longer.
1: And you have his brother telling you. Right. You, we're in a house with a psychopath.
0: Right. And unfortunately, because Elle's, a, I guess, a, a abuse victim here mm-hmm. in this situation, and might have been in the past universe as well, too, is why she's so quiet or whatnot. She doesn't step up right. to the situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't blame her. She's. Scared. I don't
1: blame. Yeah, I don't blame her either.
0: She's scared for her life. Mm-hmm. But do you think this could have gone any other way? Um. The whole overall situation with letting Campbell go, and then having to give an eye for an eye for Dewey.
1: I in a perfect universe, the eye for an eye thing would never would have happened. Mm-hmm. However, I understand the pressure that she had at that moment. Yeah. And I I will say, even if it wasn't Cassandra that got shot, I feel like that same circumstance would have happened the exact same way. And
0: Cassandra would have had to take it into her hands and deal with it, too.
1: Absolutely. I
0: think so, too. Because I think when you have such a crazy young crowd behind you, mm-hmm. really wanting answers, wanting to find somebody who's going to lead them to the right direction in a sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have to make some sort of decision. Uh, yeah. What does the chat say?
1: Peyton uh, actually says that I don't blame Allie for releasing Campbell because there was an evidence and it would have been wrong for her to kill him for nothing. So, you know, right. she kind of Agrees with you there. Erica says the dilemma made me wonder if there is an actual jail in town they could have used instead of the wine cellars. So
0: That's funny. That's crazy because it is a small town. Mm-hmm. Usually they're small, like little overnight jail cells or whatnot.
1: But they probably just didn't have access to because, you know, they need keys for for stuff like that. That's you, true. You need the... Off the town key thing. Right.
0: I mean, and I guess the seller was working, and it was. But but, uh, Campbell was <laughs> like not, <laughs> Campbell was like tied or like handcuffed to like a yeah. water heater or whatever a heater at that point. Yeah,
1: everything was very temporary. Very
0: very temporary, mm-hmm. and I feel like he could have escaped that if he wanted to. Let's He had one hand.
1: Yeah, for... definitely. And the way he his mind games alone, it's just it, he was bound to get out eventually. I
0: think so too. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Now. The scene. I guess we should get to it because this is the kind of the overall, the overall um, situation with this was what's going to happen to Dewey, right? And like I, we mentioned, Dewey was shot. He was killed. Mm-hmm. But that scene was so intense to me. So intense. One Grizz threw up because he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. He couldn't. He couldn't pull the trigger. He tried. In his mind, he couldn't. He had to give it up. Yeah. And Allie had to take it over. But there was like a an out moment when. They 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 shot the gun and no one no one hit him. Yeah, I was like, oh great! I'm like, like, look at God, right? Oh look, look at God. God. But then I would also been like, I would have died from a heart attack just hearing the gunshots. Yeah, coming straight definitely. towards me. You know, he what peed I mean? himself. He peed himself. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that right there was intense.
1: That was crazy. That was really good writing. That was really good writing. That was really good acting. Amazing acting. I'm gonna pull
0: up his real name. So Dewey was played by. We gotta shout this guy out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. As I keep on scrolling through, um, let's see here. Like I said, if you guys look at IMDb, this cast is so, so good. And they have some pretty good credits alongside with them. And Greg Dewey is played by Seth uh, Merriweather.
1: Okay. Hey, Seth. Right. Shout out
0: (laughs) to Seth Merriweather. Seth, you did such a good job in this scene. And I felt it all around how scared he was. Mm -hmm. Um, And even Helena, just trying to pray pray on him and calm him down. Yeah. That made everything feel so so real. I got
1: goosebumps. Like I get chills thinking about it because it was right. so amazing.
0: <laughs> after this ep- after the sixth episode, I had to watch something else like <laughs> a little bit more lighthearted.
1: Yeah, definitely to
0: make me feel a little bit more calm because it just felt so so real. Look at this guy here. This guy has uh, this guy. This guy's everywhere. He has a movie coming out called Lady Driver. Uh, he just did The Society, as we know. Um, he has credits on his IMDb. You guys should check him out. Definitely, Seth Merriweather. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think if, if they, if in that instance, the writers decided, okay, we're going to let that bullet fly and just not hit him. What is another alternate way that the show can still go on if, if they decided to just release him or whatnot? I think. Or keep him detained, hide him. Like, what do you think the show would be like if that were to happen?
1: I think the only other answer to that would to be to banish him.
0: And just drop him off somewhere?
1: Drop him off in the woods and make him fend for himself. I feel like if you were given an opportunity to yeah. shoot him down, kill him, and that's it, and three people out of the, the whole shot line mm-hmm. did not hit him, Yeah, I feel like at that point, okay... You failed mm. in your mission, right? And you should have a plan B. And I feel like that's fair.
0: Yeah, it's almost like fate in a sense. Like yeah, the did not want you to get him
1: exactly. And you're you're changing fate just because you're so headstrong on making sure you get the result that you want.
0: And because we mentioned in the past couple episodes that this could be some sort of purgatory, some mm-hmm. sort of like something that they're holding them that's that's not leading them to where they need to be. Yeah. And each decision is going to be. Um a mistake or something good that could keep them there a little longer. Who knows what this whole story is about, basically, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like that might that, that might have been a mistake for them.
1: Definitely. Uh, you know,
0: as much as I wanted him to go because I think that's the way it should have gone, mm-hmm. unfortunately, to say that, mm-hmm. I feel like they might have made a mistake. And we might see that in a season two about why they shouldn't have done that.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: Fingers crossed. I could
1: definitely see that happening.
0: And we still don't know yet because there's still no renewal
1: I know. They still haven't (laughs) announced anything.
0: Right. All right, guys. I want to get into a top three situation here. Are you ready for this? Yes. I want to know your top three squad picks. If you had to pick a squad to roll with you the whole time at the society Mm -hmm. to survive, to feel protected, Mm -hmm. who would it be? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Sam, okay, because he will keep my like my nerves. I'll be calm because he's such a good friend and he's so loyal and and unbiased and he has okay. no judgment. I haven't even thought about that. So okay. that mental stability I would get from Sam, mm. I definitely want him on my squad. Nice, nice. Uh, another person is Grizz. He's just he's dope. He's also loyal. Yes. I'm really big on loyalty. Um, and he's one of those that's like, go out and do it. And he's always ready to help and do the dirty work. Because Lord knows I'm not getting these nails dirty. <laughs> so, Grizz will have no problem going out and handling <laughs> something for me. And Gordy, because that's it's the medicine man. Like, you've got gotcha. to have the medicine man on your team. Okay,
0: we're kind of close in the situation. Okay,
1: let me hear yours. I would
0: do, uh, first, I would do Will. Uh, okay. I would do Will because... I need somebody who's headstrong and who's been through it and who's gone through it yes. to be able to help me through it myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he could be a leader, but also be help me be emotionally set for the situation. Gordy, because like you said, he's a smart man. Yeah. He learned how to do a lot of things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: An autopsy, in a sense, pulling out bullets for the trial. He's done a lot. Yeah. And then Grizz, because Grizz is resourceful. Mm -hmm. And I think with that, that's a power team for me, and I feel like I'd survive and be able to get back home to whatever dimension I'll really be at.
1: Absolutely. That's my top three.
0: Now, we want to know what your top three is of who your squad picks would be. So let us know. Sound off in the comments below. Um, Hit us up on social media. Let us know. Let's talk about it, because I'm kind of curious, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what you guys are thinking. I need
0: to ask Anais and uh, Drew when they come back. Yeah, as
1: well, yeah, we definitely have to have a part two to this <laughs> to this squad pick.
0: Right. And now, guys, I want to go into a special segment. Yeah. And, Brianna, I'm going to ask you to do this because um, you came up with it, and I think it's actually really clever.
1: Okay. It'll be fun to do. So we know that this episode was super heavy. Right. So we're going to lighten things up with a Throwback Thursday game. Hey. So... Mm-hmm. I hunted and hunted for a <laughs> for a picture of one of our favorite characters mm. from the society. So we have a childhood picture okay. that we're going to put up for you to see, okay. also the viewers. Mm. And I'm going to give you three clues as okay. to who this person is. Okay,
0: so childhood. Oh, dang, this is hard. So <laughs> that's
1: the picture right there. Okay. I'm gonna give you like a good minute to observe. Look at all the features. Take it in. Nino has no
0: idea who I this have guy is. No idea. He has no idea. So it's a guy. Yeah. I okay, mean, it's a guy. I thought you could. T- okay. I mean, long hair. Don't care. So I'm not really sure. Right. Um, okay. Guy. This. Let me. Plaid shorts. Remember, we got you some have fools. three clues. Okay. Too. What are the? Give me clue number one.
1: Okay. So clue number one uh-huh. is. It's one of the hottest cafeteria workers.
0: It's a guard, then. Wait. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: <Dang>. <laughs> okay. Clue number two. Clue number two. I think clue number two is going to kind of give it away a little it's, bit. Okay. Played in Slender Man. <sighs> what? You don't know yet? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This is this is your third clue, okay? Oh, wait. wait. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go, okay. go ahead. Go, go and go. now this is a quote. I'm angry at Cassandra for humiliating me over and over okay. again and I'm mad this at my you. Dude, for- <laughs> this my dude, Harry! my dude, Harry! Yes! Harry! Whoa, Harry. Harry. Alex Fitz Alex FitzAllen.
0: Alex Fitz This is he's an Australian dude. Yes. You got the Aussie accent. Yes. That's a glow up if I've ever Isn't seen is Isn't it? Before. But those
1: those golden locks. <laughs> so this luscious brunette hair, I'm like, oh my god. No, that was a good one because I had no clue. I know, I picked meeting. that one on
0: purpose. And it's funny because the Slender Man thing I saw on his Instagram. Yeah. And I just whoop.
1: Yeah, I just want to right read over your head. Wow. Yeah.
0: We got to play that one again. Yes, yeah,
1: so we're definitely <laughs> going to um, revisit that game when the crew comes back.
0: I, I really like that, and we definitely have to do that again. Because yeah, you know, some awesome. people, you just won't. You would never know. You never that was know. a total opposite of what I thought little baby Alex would look
1: yes, like. Yes, it
0: was yeah. bomb. Wow. Um,
1: So we're going to hop back into the live chat real yes. quick, because Erica actually shared... Her squad, and she actually said Grizz, Gordy, and Sam as well. There we go. Okay. So
0: we all know Grizz and Gordy for sure. Yes. Is what people are wanting so far.
1: And Peyton said, I would pick Grizz, Helena, and Harry.
0: Helena would be good, too, because I feel like she's very... She's centered, too. Very. From what I see so far.
1: Yeah, and having grandson, that religious background also. I think
0: we calm her down. Definitely. Align her chakras mm-hmm. and keep it keep it moving. Yeah. That's true. I never thought about Helena like that. And, and, and maybe Allie. Maybe Allie. Maybe, maybe Allie. Allie.
1: She, <laughs> maybe.
0: She's a little confusing for me this past, <laughs> this past episodes. It's a lot of confu- it's, a, it's a lot of uh decisions based on fear and uncertainty.
1: Exactly. And when you, you make know. decisions off emotions, it's never going to go yeah. well.
0: And I can't blame her because like I said, we're not put in that situation. Exactly. And once again, they came from a place where things were given to them quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And now they're in a different type of bind.
1: Yeah, they have to hustle.
0: Exactly. Also, I guess, let's just keep it with you. What about some news?
1: Oh, we're going to keep it with me? We're going to keep it with okay, you. Okay, well, we can keep it with me for a little All bit right, longer if let's you do insist. it. I'm down for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm back. And we have a little bit of news and gossip. We're going to start off with Jacques Shout out to him, of course, Will. Um, He was recently featured in a blog called uh, Books Of. And so they did a feature on him. They had a nice little interview with... Um, Jacques, and mm. he talked about finding his passion in music and acting, using his platform to bring awareness to human rights. Love that. And um, he also explained his favorite part of playing Will in the society. So if you want to read that article, you can go ahead and hop right into his um, bio on Instagram. It's Jacques Coleman. And you can click there and you can read the for link
0: in bio y'all
1: link in bio mm-hmm. um, my next little tidbit is about gideon adelon or better known as becca i love her
0: she's dope
1: yeah she's dope um she's a huge advocate uh against the band that's been going on mm. uh the abortion ban yes um, ironically, she is the only pregnant character in the show. So, right. of course, it makes sense for her to take such a huge stand. Mm-hmm. So, she's just, you know, very passionate, like I said, about the current situation. And she has a link in her bio. If you're also passionate about it and you feel some type of way, she has a link in her bio where you can sign a petition against the ban and make sure you tweet on social media and all that. Hashtag stop the ban.
0: And I love that because I hate when people say, you're a celebrity, you're a public figure. Mm-hmm. You should just be sticking to that and not dealing with politics.
1: Right. That's totally
0: wrong. If totally you have wrong. a platform, you're able to say something and you're able to, if you're able to give your voice and lend your voice to people who don't have that platform, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you say it? Why not? Everyone, everyone has a chance to vote. Everyone is, everyone is, has a fair chance to vote here. Mm-hmm. Why, not, why not say it and why not do Why not advocate for what you believe in? Yeah. You shouldn't be stopped just because you're a musician, an actor, or whatever. Yeah. I hate when people say yeah, that.
1: Yeah, you're basically robbing yourself of the ability to influence people in a exactly. positive way. And I don't hate many things. <laughs> <That's a
0: bad laughs> for me. Say what you want to say. Let people yeah. know. Everyone's entitled to their uh, opinion, and you, if you think you're right about something, ride with it. Right. You most likely are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That was great. Thank you so much for the news. And we'll be back tomorrow for some more news, right? Yes. uh, All right. Let's get it. All right. So as you guys know, we did watch episodes one through ten already. And we're just breaking it down as we go along. Mm -hmm. Uh, So instead of predictions, because like we mentioned, we've seen it. We can't really predict, but we can always say what we want to happen. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So why don't we get into predictions slash what we want to happen.
1: Yes. What we want.
0: (laughs) What we want. Exactly. So... And now, you're after I was thinking about it, and there's a lot of things that I would want to happen in in these past two episodes as well, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it would make for good TV.
1: Okay, well I want to hear them anyway.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. So, like I mentioned, I don't think the shock factor of not having Dewey killed mm-hmm. it. It wouldn't. We're in the middle of the season, so if they didn't do that, there wouldn't be much. There wouldn't be a lot to talk about. Mm. in in that it would just be dragging along the situation there was no there's no big time action as much as i didn't want him to to die because i feel like he was just a scared teen and he's kind of just confused about everything Mm -hmm. um and i mean no one should should kill anybody you know obviously out of any sort of malice or whatnot um but i feel like he is in a world of his own where he needs to he needs to be taken care of or whatnot but i feel like if they didn't do anything we wouldn't have a lot of these conversations we're talking about right now, and and I don't think it would make for such great TV. True, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's what I would want. Also, what I would want to happen is like some sort of some sort of way some sort mm-hmm. of a. Uh, Weird, uh, magical, whatever for Cassandra just to come back all of a sudden and be like, "Oh my God, y'all killed me!" Yeah, and then I went back to the other side, and now I'm back here again. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> in my head, I think this is so far beyond a this is a prediction, I guess, for okay. like later on. I feel like when you die, you go back to the other universe.
1: <gasps> I like that. <laughs> Isn't that? Like, I like that. You know what I mean? That's so optimistic. I wonder. I like I'm going to have to look at when we, there's a list of names. I'm <laughs> not going to say what I was about to say. because
0: You're going to tell me off air. You're going to tell me off air. air. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you off air. <laughs> but that's what I would want to happen. and that, that other situation is a far, far prediction. Yeah. Where I feel like if you go, like, there's three people that went already. Yes. Three people died. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. my situation. I like that. Let me know what you think. <laughs> yes, I like that. I like
1: that a lot. Um, I, there's only one thing I would have liked to see mm-hmm. different. And, again, that's with Dewey. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I like I mentioned before, I wish they banished him. That's you just it.
0: left him in the forest.
1: I know. wish that, because I feel like something like that could cause some type of, discussion still so it wouldn't be as intense as mm. the death penalty discussion but it would cause a, a conversation of why would you do that that's so barbaric you know he's gonna die out there mm. and then it could be like start a kind of little storyline um for dewey on how he's surviving out, out there on his own you know and maybe one day, somebody ventures out to try to find civilization, and they stumble upon some bones or something. Or
0: imagine if Dewey were to come back season two.
1: And, and then come...
0: And, and, you know, he's like...
1: Exactly. I come
0: in peace. I'm a changed man. Exactly. I've been lost. I've been trying to figure things out myself. Blah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so that's the other way you can go around.
1: Definitely. I like... Yeah.
0: That's definitely an answer to my question, to, to my what I wanted. Because mm-hmm. I think you're right. That might work out. It isn't the shock factor... Yeah. ...that everyone wants. Right. But it leaves it up for mysterious ways to you know for things to happen basically definitely yeah that's crazy what is the chat saying because it seemed like it's popping right now it is
1: popping <laughs> um v says i think dewey was telling the truth he pulled the trigger but harry and campbell were part of the plan mm. it was definitely campbell's idea to kill cassandra and rat on dewey Hmm.
0: and look how he's manipulating harry right now yeah with these drugs yes you know what I and mean? And Harry's
1: just a puppet.
0: He's just a puppet. Mm-hmm. He's just feeding for some more, and the supplier is Mister Psycho.
1: Yeah, <laughs> with the master plan. With The
0: master plan. And
1: working like in the shadows because nobody is thinking Campbell exactly. is even thinking about anything for real because right. he's been so low key. Exactly. Wow, that's scary. I
0: mean, El just knows the truth. So yeah. Sad for her. Ooh, it's getting intense, y'all. That is Hot. five and six, yes. and tomorrow we got seven and eight, and it gets even better. Yes. So, like I said, I've been re-watching them as we go along because I like to remember and like to see things fresh or whatnot. Right. I keep on seeing little small nu- nuances that I'm like, wow, I can't believe I, I missed that in the first time. Yeah. If you get a chance, and if you watch this and you binged it like we did, rewatch it again mm-hmm. uh, before you watch us here because it is might change your mind about certain things or whatnot you might see some small things that you never really thought about before yes well that is our after show for today y'all thank you so much for tuning in once again it is your boy nino you can catch me at nino lanera on instagram twitter and facebook and brianna where can they find you
1: you can find me on instagram i am b underscore cheyenne c-h-i-a-n-n-e
0: Perfect, and you know we will be back right tomorrow at seven o'clock. Let's say seven ish. Seven ish. So definitely Grace come. Great period. Grace period. Definitely come and check us out. Uh, once again, hit us up on our socials. Hit us hit us up on the chat as well too. Thanks for everyone who rocked with us on the chat Thank and who've you. been watching as well too. And we'll catch you again tomorrow, y'all. Peace. <laughs>